Welcome, everybody, to the iBug Buzz, episode 601 for September 18, 2023. I'm Greg, and I'll be co-hosting tonight with Sandia. If we have anybody that's new to the iBug Buzz joining us on this call, or if you're new to the Buzz and listening to a recording of this call on YouTube or as a podcast episode, We want to extend a special welcome to you and encourage you to join us each week uh, on Monday night for this call. Uh, The iBug Buzz is an open forum where we encourage you to bring your questions, issues that you may have run into in using your iOS devices, and specifically questions and issues related to using voiceover on those devices. And those iOS devices would be the iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Apple Watch, and the iPod Touch. We like to begin each show with announcements and a preview of other iBug events coming up this week. So for that, I'll turn it over to Sandia. All right. Thank you, Greg. Yes, we have a full week ahead. All times are on Zoom and everything is um, central time. So let's go. Uh, All times are on Zoom. I mean, all things are on Zoom except (laughs) when specified otherwise. Okay, so I bug buzz for the next two hours. Then tomorrow, we have Clubhouse. We'll be doing uh, the Mac Buzz from 5 to 6. Then on Wednesday, we'll have the Android Insight Call from 7 to 8.30, talking about all things related to your Android devices. You can come ask questions about the A-Lady. So that's a good place to entertain those issues. Thursday is Trekkie Talk. We're going to be on the Next Generation Season 7, Episodes 2 and 3. Then on Friday is the Movie Night, Virtual Movie Night at 8, Social Time at 7.15. More Social Time, more time to be together. Oh, boy. So, yeah, we hope that you will come and hang out with us at do the name that tune and other activities, general silliness. Then on Saturday, we have the iBug Apple workshop from two to four. We're going to be talking about the new iOS 17, the features, the accessibility issues, bugs, all kinds of good stuff. So definitely come and check that out. See what features you might you know want to use or you know want to know what to know about before you start updating so that'll be on saturday from two to four then let's see social media real quick we'll just visit our website ibugtoday.org ibugtoday.org is the best place to get all the information about all of our services and other ways to contact us all right with that greg handing it back to you All right. Thank you, Sandia. So let's take a minute, go around the room, give everybody a chance to say hello. Uh, I'll get, oh, to do that, you'll need to unmute, state your name, tell us where you're from. And if you're new to iBug or the iBug Buzz, please share that with us. So I'll get things started. I'm Greg, and I am about 30 miles southeast of Ding Dong, Texas. Mm -hmm. 
Hey, Julie. Hi. Marie from Reno. Hi, Marie. <laughs> Pete from this Florida. Is... Hey, Pete. You Welcome. beat me, Pete. This is Dee from Southern Illinois. Hey, Dee. This is Ed from Georgetown, Ontario. Hey, Ed. Welcome. Mark in Montreal, and I'm an old timer. <laughs> hey, Mark. <laughs> this is Herbie, and I am in Houston, and I don't know its location to Ding Dong. <laughs> Hi, Herbie. This is Vincent in New Jersey. Hey, Vincent. You got Earl in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hi, Earl. And you Gary. got Brian from North Bay, Ontario. I got Brian and Jerry. Welcome to both of you. Gary and Austin. Gary, from hey. Georgia. Whoop. Who is that? Rosetta? Vanessa from Georgia. Vanessa, sorry. Hi, Vanessa. Yeah. Hey. Chanel in Houston. Hi, Chanel. Sharon from Lee New York. From Hi, Sharon. And who who is that? From Maryland? Who's me from Maryland? Okay, yeah. welcome. Angelo in Ottawa. Hi, Angelo. Dan, Southern California. Hey, Dan. Colleen Desi from Woodstock. in Tennessee. Whoop, I got Desi in Tennessee. Helene, uh, hi. Gloria from Houston. Hi, Gloria. Judy in Connecticut. Hi, Judy. This is Brad, about 150 miles north of Ding Dong. <laughs> right. You know where Ding Dong is, don't you? Uh, not really. Mostly it's a state of mind, but yeah. <laughs> uh, in which case you've got it covered. I think it has 22 residents. Well, okay, who's, who's, who's next? <laughs> who's next? Hi, this is Rosetta from Conyers, Georgia. Hello. Hi, Rosetta. Hi. <laughs> I wonder if Ding Dong's near oatmeal. I, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, it's Mark in Montreal. Yeah, Mark. Uh, Ding Dong is near Avon, Texas. You know, Avon Ding Dong calling. That's how it's <laughs> 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 uh, actually, There actually is a town called Oatmeal, Texas. It's, uh, I think, up in Bell, Bell County or someplace. Up yeah, well, there's a Ding Dong. Or yeah, Williamson there, County. There is a Ding Dong in Bell County right down the road from us. Okay, who would else that, we got? Would that be you, Greg? What ding dong? Are you the ding dong? Yeah. I've been through ding dong. I've never been never spent a lot of time there. If it's on I thirty five, I've been through it. If it isn't, I haven't. Let's let's keep going. Who else have we got? Jody in New Hampshire. Hey Jody. Hey Greg. Anybody else? Deb from Kansas. Hi Deb. And who from Arlington? Priscilla. Priscilla. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Linda from Conroe. Hi, Linda. Hi. Anybody else? Okay. Hi, David. Marvin from Chicago. Hey, Marvin. How are things in Chicago? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Who else? Okay, let's go on to questions. Questions and issues. I, I didn't hear anybody that uh, was new, so uh, let's just open it up for anybody. 
Who wants to get us started? This is D. Okay, go, go ahead, ahead, D. Yeah. Okay, I'm asking this for a friend. Um, sure, that's what they all <laughs> <I know> say. That. <laughs> that's what they all say, I know. Um, my friend had an iPhone, and she recently got a new one. So she's given her older one to her younger daughter, well, her daughter. And she just set it up and put an Apple ID on her daughter's phone. And she was having trouble doing that. She put all the information and it won't accept it. Is anybody got an idea what you do with your kid's phone? You, yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. Me? So, yeah, you were, yeah. Breaking up or cracking up? Both. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so so they've they've given the phone okay. to their to a kid and yeah uh, her daughter. okay and and for her daughter okay and it's not accepting it okay and so does she have to have a separate id for her daughter's phone okay or can she... good question who, who can help with that Come on, I know we've got some smart people out there. David, go ahead. Yeah, I believe you have to set up an Apple ID for each person. But they can all share the same you know, uh, family account. But each individual person has their own Apple ID. Uh, I have one for my daughter. When she forgets hers, then I have to um, approve. You know, they have to send me a two-step communication thing. And I have to give her the code. And she puts it in and She's able to reset it when she forgets her password. Okay. okay. Awesome. All right. Good. Okay. This, this is Brad. Right. Brad, go ahead. You also have to have a form of payment on file. Even if you are just getting something that's free, they still require a form of payment to be, you know, on entered the, in or on file, whatever on, they call it. On the kid's phone, huh? Uh, wherever you want to buy, whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, one way around it is to, um, Buy a Apple gift card, and you can enter that in there. I think we did oh, that yeah. once before. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay, anyway. but but the daughter would need to have a separate uh, Apple have ID, to have some kind of form of payment. Yeah, separate separate ID and a form of payment. Okay, good. Okay. But then Thanks. under that form of payment thing, it could request that her mother give permission before she buys something, right? What, Brad? Do you want to respond to that? Um, this is Brad. Yeah, I think so. I think you could set it up. I've never done this. Uh-huh. I've never been in a situation where I had well, to worry about it. But uh, yeah, me neither. Um, I believe you can set it up so that a child's Apple ID requires uh, parental permission to pretty much do anything. Okay. This is Earl. Yeah, Earl, go ahead. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, I have family sharing set up, and my daughter is on my account and um, she requires permission before she can purchase any apps. Um, so yes, you can definitely set it up so that they require permission. All right. Okay, thank you. All right. Good. How about another question? No, this is Nate. Is there Nate. any reason not using eSIM on an iPhone 13 mini? Currently I have a SIM card and with Verizon, I have the option to switch to eSIM. And is there any 
advantage or possible disadvantage of doing that. Okay. Any, anybody and, have experience with the the eSIMs using an eSIM? This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. Yeah, my 14 Pro came. It has no no place for a regular SIM. When I activated it, it went eSIM. That's right. They don't even have a SIM slot on this. There's not even a SIM yeah. slot. Right. This Marie. Marie, go ahead. I don't think if the 13 already has a SIM card in it, I don't see any real purpose in going to an eSIM. I mean, you can use it. It has an eSIM also, but if it has the, the SIM card, I, I don't I don't know that there's a difference in performance or anything. Right. If you if you change carriers, though, then wouldn't that save you a trip into the carrier? The new carrier? Mm, probably. Possibly. Yeah. This is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah, I think you have to, you know, communicate with the carrier. I'm not sure how you would change a carrier. I do know. And one of the nice things about an eSIM is no one can steal the SIM card out of your phone because it doesn't have one, which means it's a little bit harder to steal your identity, which makes it all the more important to make sure you've taken the precautions to lock down your iPhone. Yeah. And you don't you don't have to worry about trying to get that SIM card out of your yeah, phone. Yeah, there's yeah, you don't yeah. have to fool with that. Yeah. All right. Good. Well let's yeah, right. let's go ahead. Yeah, did, Nate, did that answer your question? All right, let's move on. Who's, who has another question? This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. Yeah, I don't really have a question, but I got a comment. If anybody has tried the, the Amazon app update, they've moved the search bar from the top to the bottom. And once you go to an item, the back button is now in the bottom left-hand corner instead of in the top left-hand corner. Okay. So that just, uh, it was a little confusing at first because I'm like, where'd they put the back button? So anyway, yeah, everything's been moved to the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Don't you love these updates? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. Thank you, Jody. How about another question? This is Ed. Ed, go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to, enter some passwords into my uh, uh, key chain and I can't seem to find, I can't seem to figure out where to open the key chain, where it, <clears throat> where it shows you all your passwords. And somebody okay. give me a hint. Yeah. Who, who can, who can tell Ed where to find the keychain passwords that he's entered? This is Brian. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, you go into settings and all the way down, and you'll see a, one tab called passwords. It's way down. And tap on password, and then you will get all your passwords, and you can edit or create new ones. Okay. And it's right. right down at the end? It's where it starts with all your... Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. It's in settings. It's just like start yeah, down there from said. general and start flicking to the left and go down the list and you'll find it. I can't remember. It seems like well, I can't remember what's above it. You know, I do it all the time, but I can't remember the order. 
Yeah, it's below accessibility, below battery, and yeah, all that. it's it's it. You'll find it. Just go slow. You'll hear it. Yeah, and then double tap on it, and it opens up. And there they all are. It'll ask you for your. Uh, it'll validate with either Touch ID or Face ID, or it'll ask you to enter your passcodes before you can get into it. So. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Okay. All right. Good. Good question. Good answers. How about how about another question? Who's next? This is Helene. Helene, go ahead. Uh, the WhatsApp, um, I just tried it for the first time because my friend was in a remote place in Michigan. Um, is there any downside for, they were asking questions like, you know, WhatsApp wants to use your, you know, microphone, which was fine, but then it was messed, you know, we also they were asking to be allowed to um, send me notifications and um, and there were just many more questions. So I was wondering, is there a downside or things I should be aware of in using WhatsApp? Okay. Who wants to, who wants to take a shot at responding to that? This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. So you do want to enable both those things for um, two different reasons. The microphone is so that way you can send voice messages to people and notifications is so you can get notified of an incoming message. Okay. All right. Good. Those, those, uh, yeah, the permissions are always a little scary. You kind of wonder how, you know, with some of the tracking that's going on, but all right, let's, let's go ahead and move on. Another question. This is Pete. Pete, go ahead. I've got a problem. I've got an iPhone 13, and um, when I'm li- whenever I'm listening to audio, um, whether it's a song or a podcast or a YouTube video, about two minutes in, the volume, the there's kind of a click that I hear on my speaker, and my volume drops big time, like fifty percent. Now, I can raise the volume again with the up volume button, but sometimes I'll I'll regain full volume, you know, if I want to, or sometimes it just doesn't go as loud as it previous was. Really weird. It's only been happening now for about three weeks. And I'm wondering, first of all, I'm wondering if uh, installing iOS 17 may help this and if, or if perhaps a hard reset would work in which case somebody please run me through the process, uh, which buttons in which sequence and things like that for the hard reset. Okay. And Pete, you're talking about the speaker on your phone, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The All audio, right. I hear kind of a okay. clunk and then the video, the uh, audio drops. Yeah. Okay. Who uh, has anybody had that experience where the, the volume is dropped? Herbie, go ahead. Actually, yes, I've noticed it. Um, I usually wear headphones and I haven't heard the clunking sound, but I thought that my volume has been doing some interesting things too. Um, Mm. However, I don't know that iOS 17 is going to solve the problem because I'm running the iOS 17 beta. And so I assumed it was just Uh, a beta issue um, until, but I'm assuming you're not running the beta since you're asking if iOS 17 would solve the problem. So I don't. In my experience, I'm going to say probably not, but 
I have noticed yeah. it like on YouTube, especially where it, uh, yeah. and I notice it more so if like my screen, like in my case, I can lock the screen, but um, if I, the screen is unlocked, I tend to notice it more. Yeah. It's really weird. Fairly yeah. recent. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe a hard reset might kick it Which out of Brad. it or whatever. Yeah, yeah Brad. Brad. Go ahead. If not a hard reset. Just try turning the phone off and back on. You know, I that's kind that. of a reset. Yeah, I've done that several times. Well, hard reset. You hit the power up, power down, and then hold the uh, power the side button. Side button. Yeah, and count to uh, ten, and that usually or, does it. Yeah, uh, or, or I wish longer. iPhone had some kind of a haptic or sound. I think the fourteen may, but uh, um, it should restart. Okay. Like I said, hold right. it 10, 15 seconds. It should be. This is true. also might want to make sure. Uh, I do not like audio ducking. I don't know. Uh, Interesting. I didn't like it when it first came out. I turned it off and have never used it again. I think it causes more problems than it helps. So I don't know if that's affecting it, but you might turn it off and don't ask me where it is. Cause, yeah. I don't even it. remember. Probably under sounds. And it's under, yeah, it's uh, the audio the ducking. Previous? I think is in voiceover. No, yeah, voiceover exactly. maybe under accessibility. Thing. It's not voiceover. Yeah, Sri, did maybe you have something is. you wanted to add? I was just going to ask Pete. Um, do you know when what time you set for your lock screen to occur? Uh, never. Okay. Yeah, so that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, when, Mark, and Montreal. Mark, go ahead. Uh, this is an ongoing issue with me when I'm listening to podcasts and whatever, and I have my lock screen set for five minutes. Just before it gets to that point, my audio cuts down. Uh, and what I have to do is just tap anywhere on the screen. Audio ducking will duck it, and then it brings it back up to normal. And it seems to be a bug, and I'm... I was running the beta for iOS 17 final release candidate, which I guess I still have, which is basically what you guys have as the real McCoy now. So um, it's been an ongoing issue with me, and I've noticed it in podcasts that the audio will drop uh, a fair bit. Uh, you know, like I would say somewhere between a third and a half to where it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's all you do is tap your screen and voiceover will duck it and bring it back to where it was. And then you just have to be mindful of it. It's, it's just a glitch that won't go away. That's annoying. Yeah. Mark, you have audio ducking turned on. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So you might try it both ways. Pete. I've tried it yeah. off just for the hell of it. And yeah. uh, the same thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what thoughts? What what happened to our uh, the sound that we got when the phone reboots? Did that go away with seventeen? Mark in Montreal. Mark, go ahead. Still there. Still there. Where is Still it? Still have it. Where is it in uh, settings? Audio and I think it's in hearing or audio somewhere in somewhere weird like that. You have okay. to go into hearing or audio, and it's in there. Okay, I was looking for that this afternoon and could you not have find to turn it. it back on. It's yeah, Earl. Yeah. yeah, who is that? Earl. Earl, go ahead. Yes, it's under audio and visual. Yeah. So it's under the hearing <laughs> heading, and then you look for audio uh, and visual. Good, thank you, guys. 
I missed that. I think it got turned off when when 17 got loaded. All right, who has another question? Sharon? Sharon, go ahead. I think it was Pete in one of our workshops about Bard. Um, you told how to how to subscribe to magazine, and I did that, and that worked. But what if you want to unsubscribe? What do you do? How do you unsubscribe from a Bard magazine? Yeah. Okay. Anybody? This is Pete. I don't know off the top of my head, and uh, we would have to go search for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any, anybody else? All right. So we need to do some homework on that one. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. All right. Who else have we got? Another question. Gary. Gary, go ahead. Recently, I found an old 5C that um, when I bought my, I think it was 6S, many, 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 many years ago. I thought, I'm going to put a passcode on this 5C. And in doing that, I locked myself out of it. So I put it up. And then the other day, I found it. And I'm thinking, is there any point in trying to, you know, restore it? Or should I just get rid of it? Because I'll have to find somebody with a Mac to restore it. So, Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a... <laughs> this is Brad. Brad, go ahead. <clears throat> In order to restore it, I mean, obviously, yes, you'd need a Mac or a, a PC with iTunes. Um, but you also need to know the uh, Apple ID password for the Apple ID you used. Hopefully, you yeah. know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you have to do what's called a DFU, Device Firmware Upgrade, and that wipes the iPhone, uh, reinstalls the operating system, and then... First thing it does when it comes back is it requires you to enter the Apple ID for the um, the pass, Apple ID passcode for the Apple ID that was used on the phone. And if you don't have it, the thing's a brick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I guess you do have it. So, but to tell you the truth, uh, iPhone 6s is uh, you know you could use it for stuff, but it <laughs> yeah. certainly won't run. Well, the 6S I, I'm not, is long I'm not gone sure where the... what it cut off was on iOS. But yeah, I don't think it'll do 16. I don't. I don't remember yeah. where it got cut off. Yeah, yeah. Well, this old okay. five. I don't know. I, I just put it in a drawer and left it for years. I mean, it's probably been in there five or six. I don't know how long. Whenever I got the 6S, I think 16, maybe 17. So I was just trying to decide what I ought to do with it. Yeah, another 20 years, it, it might be a, worth some money. Probably not much, but you could use yeah. it like a. I use my wife's old iPhone like an iPod Touch to play music play on music. Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. That way, it, it, when when I get a phone call or a text message, it doesn't mess up what I'm listening to. Okay. It'll yeah, let's go ahead. And, all right. Yeah. All right. Thanks yeah. for that. I'm just curious. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Let's go ahead and move on. Another question. This is Sandia. Sandia. I have an answer for Sharon uh, for the unsubscribing. You go yeah. into bar, go into uh, browse magazines under under go to get get uh, books and browse magazines, and then like find the one that you want to get rid of. 
oh, uh, double tap on that and then keep swiping to the left. You'll get a button that says unsubscribe. Thank right. you. There you go, Sharon. Thank you, Sandy. All right. Who has the next question? This is Jody. Jody. There's actually another way you can do it. Uh, you go to your um, bookshelf and go to audio magazines. Go to the magazine you want to unsubscribe for. Go to more info and then go to the more button and it will and unsubscribe is an option in there too. So there's two ways to do it. All right. Wow. There's always more than one way to do things on the yeah. iPhone. Yeah. Thanks, Jody. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if you could go to that magazine and then flick down if you'd get any options by doing that. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Another question? Mark in Montreal. Mark, go ahead. Why does that uh, command for uh, quick voiceover uh, settings, is it four-finger double tap? Yep, that's it. Doesn't seem to work in Zoom. I'm trying to turn off my this audio. Is ducking. Yeah. Earl, go ahead. It's a two-finger quadruple tap. So two fingers and tap the screen four times, and you'll get into, if you're talking about the voiceover quick settings, that, right? That's the one, yeah. yeah. Yes, two-finger yeah. quadruple tap. Okay. okay. So what, what is the four-finger double tap? It's Kathy. It's on tutorial mode. Two, oh, okay. All right. Okay. Kathy, go ahead. I was just going to say it was the help to get into help. The Four four fingers twice. Double tap, yeah, yeah. Four finger double tap to get into VO help. help. Yeah, okay. And Two finger help. quadruple tap is what you're looking for. <laughs> All right. Next question. This is Kathy. Kathy, go ahead. So most of the time, I listen to books on my phone, and sometimes. I um, get into a screen. There's two things that happen. I think one of them is that I get into that quick help or else I get into the, what's the one where it puts all the stuff on the screen in alphabetical order? The, um, uh, um, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, item chooser. Good. Oh, item chooser. Okay, so, and then another thing that happens is sometimes I get where I'm on the status line and I can't get off of it. So it's like I'm, my book is reading. I'm trying to stop it for whatever reason. Somebody's coming or the phone's ringing and I cannot stop it. It goes to these other screens. And I know the way out of the, the item chooser, I think, is to just do the two, two uh, swipe up for two beats and it goes back to the home. Mm-hmm. But sometimes yeah. I'm caught at the status line and I can't, there's nothing on the screen except the status line. I can't get out of it. What's, does anybody know how to get out of that? Pete. Yeah, Pete, oh. go ahead. If your swipe up doesn't work with the one finger, then try the app switcher, swipe up a little farther, get into the app switcher and maybe close it out, come back in. Okay. Yeah. This is Chanel. Chanel, go ahead. Yeah, you can also do the two-finger scrub. It's mm -hmm. like taking two fingers and and moving them quickly across your phone. Right. And kind of a hard, firm gesture, like you're trying to scrub something off. Um, some people call it the Z gesture, but it's kind of just taking two fingers and whatever. Just back, back and forth, one 
Yeah, left, right, left, left, or right, yeah. left, right. Yeah. Right. You can you can go back and forth or you can go up and down. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Good. We have some good answers tonight. And good questions. All right. Who's who's next? Who wants to ask uh, another question? Mark in Montreal with a report on my test just All now right. with the forefinger. It did not work. I went, I, did, I turned Zoom off. I turned Zoom on. It's still not ducking my Zoom. So I tried that. And in regular audio ducking on regular voiceover settings, it doesn't work either. Hmm. So okay. I'm, I'm stuck with no ducking whenever I go into Zoom. It yeah. is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for this is Herbie. for sharing that. Herbie, go ahead. So you're trying to get audio ducking on while you're in Zoom? Yes, that's correct, Herbie. Um, have you tried resetting your voiceover, like turning it off and turning it back on after you turn on oh, audio yeah. ducking? Yeah, it's the first thing I did. Okay, and it just it doesn't lower the volume of Zoom at all. Mm, no. All right. And it's just in Zoom. Everything else is fine if I want it. It may be because Sandy wants to make sure that you hear iBug very clearly. I'm, <laughs> I'm just could guessing. Be I'm, but... Could be because I'm hard of hearing anyway. What'd you say, Herbie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on. Who has another question? So who's updated to 17 today? Anybody? This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. Well, I've actually been running 17 in beta mode, and so I've had it for a little bit. So um, the one of the big things I would say are the new ringtones and the new text tones. Um, and it does keep your old ones, but there are a lot of new ones. Get used to the way it vibrates along with the tones. In your hand, if you have haptics on, that's very interesting. Um, I'll tell you something that has gotten a major facelift, actually, is voicemail. Um, and there are several big things. So normally, I've been a big proponent of the email app as opposed to the default voicemail. Um, but the features that Apple introduced in iOS 17 made me want to give voicemail a try. So they've introduced the live transcription, which... You get to see in real time what somebody is saying to you in the form of a text message. It's a little bit quirky, though, and it needs some improvement. It worked better at first, actually. Um, but it is kind of cool to get an idea of what the person is saying, and you can interrupt at any time and um, answer the phone. I did do that once, more an accident, and it kind of worked. But the other thing is, like, now it's a lot easier to listen to a message. Like, you don't have to go hunting for the play button. You double tap on the message, and then it, it immediately starts playing. They've also improved the quality of voicemail, and now FaceTime people can actually leave you a voicemail as well. So yeah. um, that is pretty cool. we gotta, we got to save some of yeah, this for Saturday. Yeah, don't tell them everything. Yeah, don't, don't tell them all the secrets. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, who else? What are the questions Pete. that we got? Pete, go ahead philosophical question how how attractive to us as blind and visually impaired people is this speech to text feature with text messages and whatnot where it will uh, was it converts it from speech like a voice message into text and why would we do that when everything we've been striving for for years now is text to speech 
<laughs> I guess that's a really question. Yeah, Herbie, go ahead. I can give you one quick answer for this. There are times when people leave me five-minute-long voice messages. It would be nice just to get a quick uh, transcription summary of what they're saying. I can go back to and listen to the audio message later, but um, uh, that's one advantage I can see right off the bat is, you know, you don't have time. Long to Chanel? messages. Yeah. Chanel, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm sure um, it, there. it's not perfect. I am not updating to 17 just yet, but we have many deafblind users in our community or people who are hard of hearing. And so being able to get that text would really help because then they might be able to read it, you know, on the um, Braille display. So right. just another idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. How about another question? This is Sri. Sri, go ahead. I did uh, also update and I did test out the, uh, the point and speak feature that came with the, I guess one of the features that have the use of the LIDAR and it right. worked pretty well. Yeah, I was, I was, when I saw your comment about that, um, uh, because there've been real mixed reviews on that. I was, I was encouraged when I saw your comment, the uh, yeah, there have been people that have tried that and, and uh, said that they felt like that was something that would be better for a low vision person where you can see where you're, Point. I have an idea where you're pointing, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing with that. Yeah, it, it detected all the buttons. As I was moving yeah. my fingers, it was reading it to me. Okay, good. All right. How about another question? Linda. Linda, go ahead. Um, I'm having trouble <clears throat> keeping my name in Zoom. You know, I'll type it in and I'll hit done and it might stay there for a couple of times while I'm in Zoom, but then other times I'll go in Zoom and I come up as iPhone. I wonder, my name wasn't showing up tonight, and I wonder if that has something to do with a recent Zoom update. This is Brad. Uh, Yeah, Brad, go ahead. If, If you create a free Zoom account and then log into it, it should always remember your name. Okay. I have you a... can do you can do that by when you're not on a call, open Zoom. This is you know on your iPhone or same thing on the computer. Open Zoom, and on that first screen, you should see it, it'll say login, and then below it, it should say create account. And you just go in there and create account. It'll want an email address, and it's a bare minimum of information. Create a password. Um, and then log in and i mean you'll stay logged in until like forever unless you log out yeah i'm guessing log in on your on your iphone you're logged in forever the name you give it it'll ask you for a name when you create your account and you can even go in and change that later like i once upon a time had my whole name and i went and changed it to just my first name you know Hmm. um and then it shows up every time without fail yeah, I'm thinking, Linda, you you have an account, right? And your name just stopped showing up? Yes, I do yes. have an account, and that's, it just has stopped showing up. That's my I'm experience, sure you're too. In. Yeah. I'm, yes. Yeah, I know I'm logged in. This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. And one thing I find is that if I remove Zoom from the app switcher and close it, then it, it loses my name, and the next time I open it, I've got to put it in. So I never remove Zoom from the app switcher. 
and then it will then it will remember my name. Okay. Hmm. This is right. Brad. Brad, go ahead. I have never experienced that. I've had Zoom on my iPhone for I don't know how long years, and I've never had a problem. I stay I stay logged in, and it always shows my name without fail. Yeah. This is Chanel. Chanel, go ahead. Sometimes Zoom will actually sign me out and it'll tell me I've been signed out or there was some sort of error. Um, so maybe I've signed in on another, tried to switch devices too much. I don't know. But I have had where my account does periodically sign me out on my phone and then I do have to go and sign back in. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Ahead. Let's go ahead and move on. Who has another another question, another topic? All right, let me ask a question about AirTags. I just bought my first AirTag because somebody said if you put that in in the car, then that would be a way of finding your car in a parking lot or if it was if the car was stolen, you'd you'd be able to track where the car is. My experience with that though is I'm not I could be standing 3 feet away from the car and before it actually says something, you know, it responds to the, on the find my, lets me know that there's an air tag that's close. What, what is the experience other people have had with that? Putting it in luggage, an air tag in luggage or, or things like that. This is true. Sorry, go ahead. So, so just so I understand this, Greg, so you have an air tag in the car and you're walking towards the car and you were trying to see if it, you could find right. it or you're right. waiting for it to right. tell you, Hey, there's an air tag. Well, I was trying to find, you know, I, I was just trying to use find my, to see if it just to test how it works. And I I had to get right up next to the car before it actually acknowledged the air tag. I've not had that problem. I have a number of air tags and it tells me exactly where it is. Um, you know, like, just in general, but when I do look for it, it does give me um, indication as to the distance of it. And from how far away? I've done it like 10 miles away. It'll tell okay. me, where right. I guess. Like I have okay. one in my house and it just gives me information. So, Okay. This All is right. Sandia. Sandia, go ahead. Are you, and you know, there are different tabs. So, you know, there's people, there's items. So it depends, you need to look and maybe, I don't know where right, you're looking. So. Yeah, I found it. It, it just kept saying, um, uh, it kept saying, oh, it's kept saying calibrating. Okay. And I just, yeah, I'll keep playing with it. Okay. This is free. Sorry, go ahead. When you first paired it, did you get all the, did you get the audible sound like it paired with your device? You gave it a right. name and everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is Brian. Brian, go ahead. I'm wondering where in the car did you put the air tag? Maybe it's by the uh, computer on the. Yeah, it's the... in. Yeah, it's in a, a pocket by the in you know in the back of the one of the front seats. So, but I've, I've oh, no, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably yeah, move it around and see if I get better results. I was just kind of disappointed initially with because I thought it was going to be a lot, a lot more responsive. But yeah, I'll, I'll change where I have it located. Okay, anybody else? Another question? This Marie. Marie, yeah. go ahead. 
If, if, no, if, if somebody else has something, let them go ahead. Well, I, I, this is Jerry from Vermont. Jerry, sure, Jerry, go ahead. Uh, I am wondering what is all the fuss about the new uh, Be My Eyes uh, AI. Um, people are upset about it for some reason. And I, I don't quite understand what, what the upset is. Okay. Who's, who's played with the this Be My Earl. AI? Earl, go ahead. Um, what it is, Jerry, is Be My AI, it's been in closed beta for a while. Now it's in public beta where more people are, have access. But what it is, is during the beta cycle, there have been times where it would describe faces and there have been other times where it wouldn't. And they recently started describing faces again. But within the last week or so, it stopped. And they're saying it's because of privacy issues. And, you know, there's a state, I think it's Illinois that has the law where you, you know, can't describe images of people. But Be, uh, Be My Eyes is working with OpenAI, which is the, um, you know, AI behind the the service that they're offering and they're right. trying to get it so that the my AI can offer face recognition again. They don't know when that'll be working, but they did put out a blog post today. If you go to be my eyes.com and you go to their blog, they did put out a blog post today saying that it is being worked on. They don't have an exact timeline. It might be a bit before this gets up and running, but they're hoping to get uh, facial um, descriptions back again so right. that's what the fuss is about people are complaining because they had it and now it's gone basically yeah oh, jerry were you is that what you were asking about or did you want to know yeah, what, well, how... yeah i wanted to know what what the fuss was but oh. i also um I, I i found it describes pictures very well but it, it not i haven't tried it on people yet well, so. and you can try it yeah settings you know if you if you're in in the house and take a picture of the room and it'll right. describe in detail what's in the room what's on bookshelves i mean it's oh, it's yeah. pretty impressive it was <laughs> and, then, and then you can and then you can query with subsequent questions so it's really a boy it's a game changer i think yeah, for I think me so this too. is earl yeah. earl go ahead yeah i was just gonna say yeah not only can you query it again but you can you can send it other pictures to go along with your original picture and hopefully get a better response if you need more information. I use it all the time on my battery pack to determine how much charge I have left in my battery pack. Uh, that's right. one of the things I use it for most often, honestly. Yeah. Okay, Pete, did you want to add something? A, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Pete, go ahead. Um, the the to-do that Jerry, I think, is is referring to was strictly about privacy and facial description. Okay. Uh, there, and Thank initially you. there was a, a restriction placed where uh, they were not to do facial description because of privacy issues. And then um, somebody posted something on Facebook, a blind person, individual objecting to that, uh, you know, as removing one of our uh, yeah. newly found basic rights where we, you know, we've had, <laughs> We finally have the yeah. uh, ability to to have faces described to us and features. But uh, today or yesterday, um, seeing AI came out or Be My Eyes came out and defended their position and said that they were going to do everything they could to restore 
uh, photo description for faces because they knew that was a key issue for the blind for their customer base. They also right. issued new uh, terms of service today. Uh, I got an email with new terms of service and privacy rules that I think had something to do with that issue. I'm not sure. I didn't study them, but that's the okay. to do. Yeah. Right. right, and it's but, not a yeah, it's not a be my eye. It, it's not a be my AI issue. It's a a uh, open yeah. It's the yeah the AI. What, Open AI that they that they use and yeah so let's yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Marie you had a you had something yes that... I had to step away when Sri was talking about the lidar in the new seventeen is it is it that much better than sixteen and also what app do you were you actually using to look at your uh, keypad because I got a new range coming Thursday with a touchpad <laughs> okay Sri you want to respond to that yeah so it's basically. One of the new features of, uh, you know, where we have our magnifier, mm-hmm. it's one of the channels in there. And as long as you have a device that has the phone with the LiDAR sensor, basically all you need to do is first go in and turn on that channel mm-hmm. and put it on position. And then you can go back in and do the four finger triple tap. And then you can swipe left or right till you hear that feature double tap and then as soon as the camera sees your finger, it'll start making noise, letting you know that it sees your finger. And then you just move your finger around the appliance's name and, you know, uh, you know go slow, but it'll start letting mm-hmm. you know that you, your finger's next to the popcorn machine or the popcorn button or your beverage, you know, whatever. And, and my microwave was reading as I was moving my fingers through each row, it was just reading what, what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, my maybe. range is not going to have a popcorn button, but <laughs> it'll still it'll read what's there. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, but you can you'll be able to use that instead of bump dots. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. I'll still a... go ahead and put bump dots on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. still be. Yeah. I'm I'm liking my bump dots. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have another question. This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. If you don't have LiDAR, there's an app called VisLens, V-I-S-L-E-N-S, and you can use that to identify, uh, you know, like your microwave keypad and things like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. This yeah. Okay, Kathy? Just, just another option. Yeah. Kathy, go ahead. So the problem is... I don't know if it's stating the obvious, but I guess the problem is like if I take try and take be my eyes over to my, I mean, uh, seeing AI over to the washing machine, it doesn't tell me what order things are in. It just blurts them out, and it's not, you know, if is there some other is there some way like in um, um what's the other one called voice voice scanner whatever that's called now, um. If you had it on, so it was just reading in columns or something, is there some other way to make some device that we already have read things in order so you could tell what, you know, what was where? Okay. Did anybody have any thoughts? Sure, go ahead. I think, Kathy, this is a good thing for you to try to be my eyes if you have access to it, the AI, because you can tell it what's above it, what's next to it, what's below it, what's to the right of it. It'll start telling you that information. Okay, but when you use your finger as the pointer, that's the LIDAR thing, right? When that's you're... correct. That's Okay. That's doing it in real and, time. 
yet. Yeah. And oh, that's, right, that's, right, right. Yeah, that's one of the new iOS 17 features. Um, okay. But you do have to have LiDAR on your phone for that to work. And then I but, think what Sri was suggesting was was the uh, what be my be my AI. Mm-hmm. I was just yeah. gonna say because I've I've used it and it does a really good job describing what's around that main object that you're looking at also. Okay. All right. right. I'll try. And, and you do not have to, is that correct, Sri? You do not have to have lidar for no, it's free. Yeah, be no my lidar. AI. Yeah, as long as your phone supports be my eyes, it should work. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. It's Sharon. Sharon, go ahead. Could, could I just ask Jody, the, what, what was that app you said, VIS Lens? V, what, what, uh, was it v, v, Jody? Jody, V-I-S-L-E-N-S? Yes. Okay. Biz Thank Lens. you. Yeah. Listen. Did you get Thank that you. magazine deleted? No, I was. I haven't done it yet. I, <laughs> I was scared I'd delete everybody. I will. <laughs> okay. All right. Who's next? It's Marie. Marie, go ahead. I just wanted to remind people that LIDAR is only included in the Pro models. Yeah, Pro and Pro Max, yeah. You do you do pay extra for that. Yeah. Okay, who's got another question? Anybody? Yeah, Dee, go ahead. Okay, since you brought up this LIDAR thing, I'd like to know, get an idea from people. Do you really feel like LIDAR is that beneficial to a blind person? Okay. Maybe has it in, you know, I know they've added added new uh, things that you can do with it. And all since it first came out, but I really wonder is it really worth the extra? Mark in Montreal. Mark, go ahead. Yes, absolutely. Because if you're in an office building, it'll read to you the office numbers and information about what's on the door or the number of the office. And that particular door identification option, the option we were discussing about point and click with the finger. That I have not had a lot of success with, but I'm totally blind and I need a camera 101 course uh, from somebody. But uh, it it does work. Um, There's another one in there where you can actually do a quick read on text on anything. Um, And you don't have to open an app like Seeing AI or Envision or anything like that it'll just you just hold it over to text and it reads it for you and it does that one really well really well i was really really impressed about that you can also do that with be my ai of course which right. does a, a pretty good job as well i'm a huge fan of the be my ai because earl and i are doing the inside beta testing before you guys get it on the outside so we get to try everything before it goes out to the public beta, and we just love it. Yeah, but it's got my top vote of confidence right now for an All app. Right. All right, good. Thanks, Mark. Pete? Pete? I don't think uh, – yeah, that's real all well and good, Mark, but I'm not sure that involves or requires LIDAR. 
I mean, reading text as we've been doing forever without. No, it doesn't. But if you're if you're in an office building and you want to know where you are and whose office is somewhere and you're by yourself, it will tell you that. Okay. if you want to know about the buttons on my stove, which for the oven, which are not marked uh, degrees, I can go with my LIDAR on my 14 Pro and get that, you know. So, yeah, to me, it is worth it. This is Sherry. Sherry, go ahead. My point, my point was, Mark, what? that that can be done without LIDAR. Right. Reading yeah, Sherry... office number, numbers on next to office doors, you can do without LIDAR. And, and I think her, her question was, what, what's the big deal about LIDAR? Right. LIDAR, and LIDAR will give you distances uh, that you're away from something. Go ahead, Sherry. Yeah, I would say, you know, I've had this phone. I've got the 12. And if I had to put a measurement of how many times I've used the LIDAR, it's very, very, very minuscule. I think the, I think what really, most everything that the LIDAR is doing, like Pete said, other apps can do it. The only thing that the LIDAR does really well is give you that distance, which right now, I can't think of too many apps that really tells you the distance between you and that object. Right. One of the practical uses that I've I've heard people talk about is if you're standing in line, uh, then it will if if the line moves forward, then it will let you know how far ahead of you the person in front of you is. That's correct. That's what I'm saying. This is David. David, go ahead. Well, so what app are you using? Just the camera, just a straight camera, and you're pointing it. Um, I mean, you're saying lidar, but lidar is is a feature in the phone, but there has to be some kind of app that uses this the LiDAR. Go ahead, Sri. It is launching the camera app. So like like the people detection, it's it's when you launch it, it's opening the camera and it's picking it the person and then giving you the distance between that person and your camera. And I think right now the sensor goes, I've tested as far as like 20 feet. Um but you know there are other apps that you can use the people. You can use a regular <clears throat> camera. It'll tell you if it sees a person. It just doesn't tell you how far that person is. How do you get that turned on in the camera? I mean, is that through the magnifier, three? Yeah. 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 So you do a four finger triple tap once you set it up. But if you didn't set it up, it's all in the magnifier. So it's not the straight camera. It's the magnifier camera. Like well, it's the magnifier. The magnifier it's, function on the on well, the, the magnifier is a camera, but it 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 gives you different filters and magnifications and so on but it's still using the camera yeah it so yeah, does the use the camera app. correct well, no when, when i use the camera i don't see anything about lidar i, I point at stuff it doesn't tell me how close it is or what um, no you have to go into the magnifier you have to open the magnifier just, yeah, Brian. Brian, right which is a separate app I, i'm sorry i'm not trying to be a, a jerk here i'm just uh, it seems like we're just confusing two things the magnifier is an app that uses the camera the camera is its own app that you take pictures and do other things uh, like you know, getting QR codes and whatnot. But right. the magnifier is a whole separate thing. So you this have to be doing that. Yeah. I'm just trying to clear it up for people if they want to use it. Because I, yeah. I, I don't use the magnifier. I didn't really even know that was in the magnifier. Right. So I'm learning something. Let me go with three. And then if we have time, we'll come back to Brian. Yeah. I, I think ahead, um, basically it's they just have it set up in the magnifier tool. But I don't believe... It's using anything in the magnifier. Like the image is not getting magnified when you use the LiDAR. It's just, they just happen to throw it in that section. It's just a tool in the magnifier. In the magnifier, right. Yeah, Brian, did you want to say something real quick? 
Yeah, it, the D camera now six, since 16.6. It's better in 17, apparently. I haven't tried it that way. But the camera, if you have image description on your rotor, you turn on image description. In the past, we used to have it take a picture and have the picture described. But now you just touch in the middle of the screen, the loader, point your phone at what you want the information, and they'll give it to you. All right. We need to we need to break. It's time for the eight o'clock break. But thank you guys. All right. Thank you, Greg. Wow. All right. So this is when we are going to say hello to people who joined us and didn't get to say hello the first time. So say your name and where you're from, please. Who'd like to Dana, Cincinnati. Hey Dana, welcome. Kathy Tulsa. Kathy. Canada and Colorado. Welcome. Jen from Nashville. Hey, Jen. Hi. Shree and Liz. Liz, welcome. Anybody else? Jerry right. from Vermont. Hey, Jerry, welcome. All right. The better, Jerry. that's a matter of opinion welcome Jerry all right okay so now getting ready for our big reveal for our movie on Friday it'll be at 8 p.m. central social time starting at 7 15 and then we have a discussion and trivia after the movie what will that movie be? I have no idea. But I have somebody that has a clue, or maybe a few clues. Mr. Eyebug Guy, are you out there? Yes, 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 I'm out here. Where are you? Wow. All right, all right. Very good. We are getting ready to have some clues for tonight. You know what? Somebody asked me a question, and I don't didn't know the answer, so I figured I would come here and ask the iBug Buzz crew. I was asked... Which came first, the orange fruit or the color? (laughs) Anybody have an idea and why? The fruit came first. Why did the fruit come first? Because they used to call it red, yellow before they called it orange. Okay, uh, doesn't sound like that'll win any cases. Yeah, really. This is Terry. Terry, <laughs> I think the color came first because orange is part of that. What I know is the Roy G. Biv color <laughs> spectrum that's been around for bazillions of years. Okay, that's plausible. This is Pete. Hey, Pete. 
the orange came first. That's because the orange tree is tracked back to 2024 BC when it was originally mixed with a strain of what used to be called a tangerine back in the, uh, the pre um, Jesus days and all of that. So there's your scientific answer. All right. Just made that all up. That's a shriek. <laughs> yes, <it did. laughs> Keep going. We got to go. Totally made that up. Oranges okay. came before tangerines. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We on. Move on. Move on. But okay. I appreciate everybody's answers. And <laughs> if anybody wants to go Google it, you can probably. Well, find what's the answer? Mixed results. tell you. I have no idea. That's why oh. I'm asking you guys. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. All right, where are, where are we? Where are we? Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, when Gasper rule. We're, we're going to give some clues for our game or how to figure out what the mm-hmm. movie is this week. And to do that, you get one guess per clue. And you must, you must say your name and wait to be acknowledged before trying to guess the title. All right, so here we go for Don't encourage him. I know. Wow. Where'd he go? I think Ed did it better. He'll be back. All right, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. We're uh, hearing some breathing, people. So stop breathing on your microphones. Okay. No breathing. Yes. Clue number one. Maybe that's you, Mr. McCall. Sounds like Michael doing it. Yeah. Stop breathing. <laughs> All right. Back off my microphone. How's that? There. Better. No, it's still somebody. Else. Okay. Keep going. I'll fix it. Somebody else. All right. Clue number one. Our film this week. Entertained audiences spanning several generations. Our film this week entertained audiences spanning several generations. This is Jerry from Vermont. Mr. Jerry from Vermont. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Close Encounters of the Third Kind is maybe not this time. Good try, Jerry. Kathy. Pete, and then Kathy. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah, you. Very good, Pete. Sorry, I muted everybody. It was getting really annoying. So come back in, Mr. McCulloch. All right. I heard Pete last say Back to the Future. It's you. You got the background voice. We are going to send Pete back to wherever he came from. All right. Kathy, you wanted to guess for that clue. How about The Wizard of Oz? The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard Wiz of Oz. Okay. Man, you guys are so close. You wouldn't even believe it. But not this time, Kathy. Good try. This is true. Right, we're going to move on to clue number two. 
two, two. Okay, it's a visual feast that succeeds as both a gleeful escape and a battle cry. A visual... Ooh, Shri, go ahead. Star Wars? Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Right there with... (laughs) Uh, It's your mic here. Out of this world. All right, let me see if I can fix this thing. I'm going to have to throw you out. Can you do that after the... After we see what the I do I have, do I, do I have sound on or off? All right, okay, go on. Okay, that's but, better. Any better? Any better? It's better yeah. now. Go, 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 okay. go. I think it was my fan. Now I'm going to sweat. Oh, oh, I don't care. <laughs> Keep going. Mm-hmm. Number. No, wait. Somebody was going to guess. Three guessed Star Wars. You didn't oh, three already guessed. Three guessed Star Wars. Okay. Nope, it's in a land far, far away. It's too bad. Okay, mm-hmm. anybody else? It's a Kathy. Kathy on clue number two. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Oh, that would be so good if it were the right movie. <laughs> clue um, number three. This is Brooke. Oh, Brooks. All right. Brooks got it in before I finish saying. <laughs> so he gets to guess. How about food. Braveheart? Braveheart. <laughs> oh, Brooks. He took us in a different direction, but you know what? It just might be the right answer for another night. Good try, Brooks. <laughs> All right, clue number three. The film can be hysterically funny with giant laugh out loud moments, generous, generously scattered throughout. Let me try that again. The film can be hysterically funny with giant laugh out loud moments generously scattered throughout. Donna. Miss Donna <laughs> from ET Food Home. Was that Donna? Or that was Donna. Donna. Oh, good try. That was so good. Let me hear that one more time. E.T. Phone Hole. Good one. Good one. This is David. All right, David. Is it Dr. Strangelove? Dr. Strangelove. You know what? I've never seen that movie. That came out. When did that come out? That came out like in 70-something. Like the sixties, like early sixties. Sixties, oh, even further back. It's, a, it's, it's Stanley Kubrick. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't done any Stanley Kubricks, have we? 
keep going. Oh, no, it was not the right answer. Good try, Doctor Strange. Love three. Uh, Superman. Superman. Oh, three. Oh, three. Oh, three. You just tumbled down that tall building you were trying to jump over. What and and encouraging other people to guess too. There's all kinds of people out there. So go ahead. Uh, Oh, we got 45 people, unless some people signed in more than once. So let's hear some new guessers out there. Everybody is eligible. Jody. This is Jerry from from, oh go ahead, Jody. Jody and then Jerry. (laughs) Hook. Hook, is that what you said? Yeah, Hook? yeah, so, yes, Hook. Okay, that's interesting. Captain <laughs> Hook. No, you just said Hook. It's still the wrong answer. Good try, Jody. Nice. All right, Jerry, come on, you can do it. Uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> that was the intro walk up music tonight. <laughs> Yeah. And that's all it was. Good try, Jerry. <laughs> all right, Mr. Dana. Butch Cassie and Sundance Kid. What the hell did you ask that for? Mm-hmm. Where did you get that one from these clues? Come <laughs> on, Mr. McCullough. Good try, Dana. <laughs> Gotta go. Clue number four. Well, oh, jokes, and... All right, clue number four. Uh oh, Marie. Marie. Oh, Marie. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Oh. <laughs> oh. Terrible. That's almost not even close. No, that's close. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Sorry, moving on to clue number gotta four. Go, gotta go. The laughs come from physical comedy at fish out of water moments. That doesn't make sense. Physical comedy <laughs> at fish out of water moments and choice pop culture references. It's Marie. And Marie's back in it. Come on, Marie. A fish called Wanda. A fish called Wanda. Oh, Marie. I think you need to go back and get some sushi. <laughs> Keep fishing. Anybody else? Mark in Montreal. Brooks and then Mark. Brooks and then Mr. Montreal. Okay, Brooks, go ahead. The Three Amigos. The Three Amigos. Uh, 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 <laughs> Brooks. 
hasta la vista next time. Okay, Mr. Mark from Montreal. I know we're, we're pulling at straws here, but uh, what the hell? We're talking about fish, so let's go with the Little Mermaid. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Oh, Disney. I don't think we've done a Disney show. And we probably never will. Sorry, Mark. I keep going. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is Jody. Oh, we have done Disney, but just mm-hmm. no Disney animated ones. Okay. Sharon and then Jody. Sh- we got Sharon and Jody. Home Alone. Home Alone. That's where you can go. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Come in, Jody. Flash. What? Flash, 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 as in flash. Gordon, fish out of fish out of water, splash. Oh, Oh, splash! Splash, taking a bath. Yeah, you can do that all you want. Okay, sorry, Jody. All right, we're going to move on to clue number five. (laughs) There are eleven actors. Count them, eleven that play the main character. This is Shree. Shree! Is it it's a mad, mad, mad world? Mad, mad, mad world. And uh, three. I had high hopes for you. It's always next week. Okay. Is Shree everyone? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm a repeat. Repeat. Anybody else? There are 11 actors that play the main character. All right. We're going to give you a bonus. We see. And this is so good, Jerry. This is especially for you. We see a 2001 Space Odyssey homage and a self Pitying 80s power ballad. (laughs) (laughs) Give it away. Can you repeat the clue, David? We see a 2001 Space Odyssey homage or homage, 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 homage. And a self-pitying 80s power ballad. Okay, David, he's got it. Uh, Is it the Barbie movie? The Barbie movie. 2023. 2023 just came out this summer. Big box office hit. Highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. And guess what? We found it. And that is our Friday night movie. Yes. Get out of here, really. Go, Mr. David. Wow. Wow. It's not happy or anything. So we have one requirement for anyone planning to come to the Friday night movie. You must, yes, you must wear pink. And... (laughs) We are giving a prize for the best descriptive pink outfit. 
So, so what's the name of the movie? Barbie. 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 <laughs> Thank you. As in the doll. All right. Johnny, what are we up for our winner tonight? All right, David, you know where this is going. Your very own life size dream house. Yes. All right. Yes. And uh, very good. So garage. You are all Get set to go in. and uh, enjoy. <laughs> and you might need some security because there are not many walls in that house. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> McCulloch. Would you like to say, so that is Barbie Friday. This is the brand new movie. So come and join us. And it's great for men, women, everybody. It's not a, just a chick flick. It's way more than that. So we hope that you'll come. And that is on eight o'clock <laughs> on Friday. Mr. McCulloch, would you like to say good night? I'm putting together my pink outfit as we speak. Oh, dear. I. Can't wait. <laughs> I don't have pink. All right, there we go. Very good. So now we're going to move on to our next segment, the iBug Bites segment. And with that, we have Greg. Are you there? Yes, I am here. All right. Are we ready? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and play the the uh, recording and then I'll I'll answer any questions. All right. Okay, ready to go? Ready. I'm not ready. Here we go. In tonight's iBug Byte, I wanted to walk through the process of how we resume a recording in the voice memos. Are you hearing it, Greg? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I've already asked Siri to open voice memos. And at the bottom center of the screen, we'll find a record button. Record button. All right. Double tapping on that button will start a recording. And double tapping again will stop the recording. There is not a button on this screen to pause and resume the recording, but we can get there. So for the purposes of this demo, I've already done a 23 second recording and I wanna do a four finger tap at the top. Voice memos, back button. All right, so flicking through Flicking to the right. Edit button. All recordings. Heading. Test number one. Text field. Okay, so I've labeled this recording test number one. Flicking right. 12.32 p.m. Actions available. More actions. Button. All right, it tells me when the recording was done, and I hear a more actions button. So I'm going to double tap on that more actions. More actions. Test number one. Okay, I want to flick right until I hear edit recording. Close, but copy, button, share, button, edit, recording, button. Replace, button. Okay, I double tapped on that. It puts me on a replace button. All right, but I want to do a four-finger tap at the top again. Cheap grabber, button, test number one, text field. Okay, I'm back to the to my label for the recording, flicking right. 12, 32 p.m. So we've heard that before. 
Duration, 23 seconds. So it says it's 23 seconds. Uh, the recording is 23 seconds. Clicking right. Playback settings, but trim, but waveform, zero seconds, adjustable. So it tells me I'm at zero seconds of the 23 second recording. So I'm going to continue flicking right. Current position, zero seconds. Rewind, 15 seconds. Okay, so it again said I'm at zero seconds. I'm going to flick right to the fast forward. Play button, fast forward, 15 seconds button. Okay, to, in order to resume the recording, I need to get to the end of that 23 seconds. So I'm going to hit the fast forward a couple times. Fast forward, 15 seconds. So I double tapped on fast forward twice. Now if I flick back to the left. Play, but rewind, current position, 23.3 seconds. Okay, so that confirmed that I'm at the end of the recording. So now flicking right. Rewind, 15 to play, button, fast forward, 15 seconds. Okay, so I'm back on fast forward. If I flick right one more time, I'm going to hit a resume button. Resume button. Okay, and at that point, I can double tap on that resume button, and it's a it's a toggle between resume and pause. So I can resume, I can pause, I can resume again. Um, and that's it's, it's that simple to get to the resume button. So hope this has been helpful. All right. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah, any any questions on that? Do people use that resume? Uh, this... Greg? Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, Sri. Yeah, I heard Sri. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I you know, I, that's definitely something that I use, but I also use that. There's, you know, there is a track slider uh where you first got the zero seconds. So if right. your file was, let's say, 20 minutes long, obviously hitting the fast forward, you know, 15 seconds will take a long time. So there is a slide tracker to the left of it. And if you flick up or down, it'll just jump the track in larger scale. Right. And I was going to talk about that, but I I, I, I knew Sandia would uh, not be happy if I made that much longer. So I I kind of, it, <laughs> and if you're at the, if, if you're, like Sri was saying, you flick up and down on that um uh, what is it called? Uh, anyway, adjustable. It's, yeah, it's adjustable. And if you're at the beginning of the recording or if you're somewhere in the recording, then when you flick right beyond uh, fast forward, you see a, you have a replace button. And so that would just replace whatever you've recorded from that point forward. Uh, if you're if you flick up or or do the fast forward until you get to the end of the recording. Then that replace button is it uh, changes to a resume button. Pete, yeah, Pete, go ahead. Can you help me go back to the beginning and kind of set me up for an application where this might be helpful? Well, any any like there are a lot of times when uh, I might. Uh, want to record just some some information and but i need to you know i'll pull up the screen and record you know have have the screen reader talking to me on the computer and and dictate some stuff into voice memos and then i'll i'll want to stop and go back and go to a different page on the computer and 
pull up some other information and then dictate that. So I've, I've used that resume uh, uh, quite a few times. Hmm. Yeah. It's a real, I mean, it's real handy just to be able to start and stop, you know, and take a break. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Anybody else? Kathy. Kathy, go ahead. Uh, thank you, because I, I don't use the voice recorder much because that screen was so complicated. And it's odd that it doesn't let you resume immediately. You have to go through all of the. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, it, that seems it like a seems like a no brainer that they would have a, or a, a pause and resume toggle. But, but but it's they don't. The Just Press Record app does have a play pause Uh but that that is not a native app. I, I think I heard Ed. Did I hear you, Jerry? Uh, yes. Yeah, Ed, go ahead, and then Jerry. Um, I don't know if you heard me, but I, I hit my button. Anyway. Um, is there any way you can just play what you recorded and then hit stop and resume? No. Like because if I did all of that, I'd forget what I said. Yeah, they, no. You have to you have to navigate to the end of the recording, and then and then you can find that resume button. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, hmm. it's not. You know, I I went back and forth a lot where that I really didn't have to. I was just trying to, like, with uh, being at twenty three seconds in the in the uh, recording, I didn't need to go back to the left. Uh, I just wanted you to hear that confirmation that I was at 23 seconds. Uh, so it's, it, you know, it's really pretty simple once you, uh, you know, once you get the hang of it. This okay. Is who, yeah. I think Jerry was waiting. Jerry. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I was just wondering, Greg, if you could quickly summarize that process again, there were a couple of four finger sure. uh, double taps at the top there. I wasn't, I wasn't uh, sure. clear about it. Okay, if if the recording is closed, if it just appears in a list of recordings, then you can flick down until you hear more actions. If yeah. the recording is open, then you'd flick right until you get to more actions and double tap on that. Mm -hmm. And then you flick right to edit and double tap on that. And then flick right until you get to the, if if it's a short recording, you could just flick right until you get to fast forward mm -hmm. and then just double tap on that a few times to get to the end of the track. If it's a longer recording, as you're flicking through, you'll get that uh, that uh, adjustable where you can flick up and down to go to different, you know, places in the recording. So you just, you need to get to the end of the recording okay. and then right. just flick right past fast forward and you've got the resume button. Okay, thanks. This yeah. is Sri. Sri, go ahead. I also want to say, you know, when you're using voice memo, if you record something and you stop it, it stops at the end and you can continue to record. So what Greg did was, you know, the only reason he had to go all the way to the front end is because he was already moved the cursor to the beginning. But if you're just recording and you stop, it'll be at the end and it'll still be in resume. Right. But if, but if you've, if you've recorded something uh, and uh I, I don't think that resume button will show up until you've got to go into more actions and edit recording. Uh, and then, and then if you're at the end of the track, the resume button will show up. Uh, this is right. If, if you it, it, hang on just a second, sorry. Actually, if you're, if, if you've recorded something 
uh, and your uh, the the button that you're going to have there after fast forward is going to be a delete button to delete the recording. So you have to go into more actions, go to edit recording, and then get to the end of the track, and then it will be a a, a resume button. Okay, let's move on. Do you have one more question for you? Or... All right. Thank okay. you, Greg. Yes, ma'am. And just a uh, Shri had previously done a demo of the, you know, all the features of Voice Memo. So this is like a good little supplement to that. So definitely check that out. All right, so now we're going to resume our program. Anybody that hasn't had a turn, we'd love to hear from you and also want to encourage people to, you know, help answer questions as well. Like to hear from different people. Who would like to go? Who has a question? Go ahead. Somehow it says disappeared from when I want to read an attachment. It used to be that you could Click the um, save it or the uh, to open it and give you options to text it or save it. And you could scroll down to um, uh, to seeing AI and have that read it to you. But that option's gone. Where'd it go? How do I get it back? Okay, can you start the beginning of what you said? Where were you? I couldn't. Okay, um, an example. I got a text message that had a, a document on it, okay. and I want the document read to me. Okay. So I would usually use um, Seeing AI because it, you know, is quick and easy, and I'll just, you know, read it right then. So you click the. What do you click? The little up arrow. What's that thing called? Are you seeing the now. share button? Yeah, that one. And it would bring up um, where you could airdrop it or text it or go down the list where you could add quick notes right, right. or save to files. When the describe with Be My Eyes came on the option list, which isn't really available yet, um, that's when it disappeared. For seeing AI and the NFB one to read it to you. All right. So let's see. Does anybody have this experience with Jen? Why certain things are not showing up in the share sheet to read a document? Any thoughts? This is Shri. Yeah, Shri. So when you went to the bottom and you swiped right, um, you didn't see read with seeing AI, correct? Correct. And then if you kept swiping right, do you ever get the more button? I have, yes, I've gotten the more button. And did you double tap and, and see if it's... it gives all... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, did you double tap and see if it's in that area? I have, and it gives me a whole list of weird things, like the, a TV station that I mm -hmm. have an app for and things like that, but nothing that's useful. So you're just looking for an app to read that attachment, correct? Is it a correct. document attachment or is it a is it a PDF? Do you know what kind of attachment it is? Uh, 
any attachment that I've received. Text message, email, none of them will let me go back to that now. I can take a look at it and let you know next week if you like. Yeah, Perfect. that will have to. Sounds a little strange, actually. Mm -hmm. it, it is. All right. Thank you, Liz. We'll keep working on it. Okay, Thank good you. question. Who's next? Somebody new. Who'd like to go? New question. This is Terry. Go ahead. Um, uh, Since I was late, maybe I missed the answer to this question if it has been answered, so I apologize. Um, were there any new features in the Apple Watch that would be partic of particular interest to us? Um, you know, they've talked about the temperature, with, and we don't have that yet. They've talked about blood pressure. As far as I know, we don't have those kinds of things yet. But was there anything new? Because I admittedly have not listened to the the Apple uh, thing from presentation from last week. All right. Anybody accessibility features of the Apple Watch or anything that we would benefit from? Uh, one of the gestures was being able to double tap with your finger, like your finger and thumb to do certain tasks. But I think we've been able, we as the voiceover users have been able to do that. Uh, but I, anybody else? This is Shree. Go ahead. Personally, I don't think if I had an older model watch, I don't think I'd have any reason to buy the new one because I didn't really see any major impact that one would receive uh, getting the new watch. All right. Simple answer. There you go, Terry Ann. Don't get a new watch. Okay. Next. Who's next? New question. Jerry from Vermont. Go ahead, sir. Uh, on the Apple Watch thing, has the new update come for that yet? Is that down yet? Does anybody? I haven't seen it. This is true. Go ahead. Yes, I updated mine today. Both of mine updated today. Okay. Thank you. Okay, moving along. Who's next? Somebody new hasn't had a turn. Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. Yes, I'm wondering. Uh, one question is: Is that possible to pay for Apple? iCloud storage with a prepaid Apple card. Oh, interesting. All right. Can you pay for iCloud storage with a prepaid Apple card? Buddy? Uh, anybody? Have you tried it, Jerry? Talk to Apple. Go ahead, Shree. I'm going to say yes, because iCloud is not, you know, you can cancel that any time. So as long as Apple is getting funds, you know, whether they're getting it from your credit card or from, you know, basically when you have money in the, in your gift card, it, you can be used for anything 
that's towards Apple. So I'm I'm gonna say yes. All right. And like when it runs out, Jerry? you just lose your service. Go ahead, go ahead, Jerry. I've spoken to Apple. They're telling me I need to have a like a, a credit card or Mastercard on there. I can't do it with a prepaid, but. I've spoken, like I said, I've spoken to people on WhatsApp. They're telling me it's possible. You just need to have a MasterCard on file too and just use the prepaid one as your primary. And if it's empty, you just put a different one on there. Okay. I'm just wondering if anybody's ever done it. Go, Liz. I have never put a credit card on my iCloud account. I have, I get extra, um, save data whatever that's called and all i have is a gift card on there i've never put a credit card on ever i just have a gift card oh wow okay there you go all right thank you liz good luck jerry all right next so, who else your question uh, i didn't hear her that's oh funny. she said that she has never I... put a she's never put a credit card on her icloud account it just uses and gift does, card does she use icloud storage Liz, you use iCloud storage? And then, oh, did I unmute? Okay. Yeah. I'm having trouble finding my mute button. Um, okay. Yes, I have a monthly, I deduct from my um, gift card every month. Okay. Very okay. good. Um, my gift card gets can low, I I'm going to load quickly, a new gift card. Can I quickly ask one more question? Okay, go ahead. Uh, is anybody having a problem with iOS 17? Not... Uh, like I get the beeps, I'm getting a notification, but Siri is not reading it to me. But Siri is not reading it to you? Yes, Siri is not reading the notification like it did up till now. Okay, anybody? If anybody has had that yet, given it's so new. All right, maybe not yet, Jerry. Okay, thanks right. for your help. All right, thank you. Okay, who else? Who's next? question All right, I have... go ahead Jody I just wanted to clarify uh, the feature where you use you go into the magnifier app and can you go into the magnifier app through the app and also through the control center and once you're in the magnifier app is it a four finger triple tap that you use to activate the video uh, image description this is Shri. Go ahead. It's a four finger, uh, quad, it's a four finger triple tap, not a quadruple tap. Well, well, that's what I, yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Four finger triple, yeah, four, four finger triple tap. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Who else? All right. I have a question. How does anybody use Google Pay? Have somebody that wants to pay me with Google Pay. Anybody have any experience with that? Google Pay. Nope. Okay. Was wondering how accessible it is. I guess I'll have to figure it out myself. Okay. All right. Who else? New question. This is Shri. Go ahead. 
So I've got a question. So this there's this dude that's going to be doing a presentation next month, and he ran into a problem with voiceover and voice control. And he's asking me, can you do a drag and drop, like moving an app from one screen to the next screen using voice control with voiceover? Do you does anyone know what the verbal command is for that? Okay. I'm hearing crickets. Anybody using voice control? Okay, that'll be an interesting presentation. All right. No luck there. Maybe okay. a week presentation then. <laughs> we'll wait until then. All right, who's next? New question? Who'd like to go? Even if you've asked a question. All right, I have one more question. On Facebook, I've seen some weird posts where it says so-and-so just died in a crash or something, died in an accident. What is that about? Anybody this seen is that? Carrie. Go ahead. I have seen it, and it's a scam. Um, okay. It, it's I and it was sent to me and to six other people in a thread and the person who's supposedly sent it that meant that she had been hacked oh okay okay but it yeah, is I've definitely been... a scam and probably somebody in there has been hacked Okay, I've been seeing, I've seen it a couple of times in different people's things. So, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you. This is Nikki. Go ahead. Uh, that happened That happened to me on Messenger, Facebook Messenger. Um, a friend of mine sent me a notice saying, and she died. And so I said, I replied and I said, who died? And that was all it took. Everybody was getting hacking messages from me. So I had changed my password. So just be real careful. If if anything weird comes up, just don't answer it. Delete it if you can, because it's getting worse and worse all the time these days. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Nikki. All right. Who else? New question. New problem. Uh, this, this is Vincent. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I have a question concerning Apple Pay. I uh, have a... a... 2022 uh, SE, uh -huh. and uh, when I use Apple Pay, uh, all I have to do is open the app and uh, and then put it close to the uh, device, and then uh, it asks me for Touch ID, uh, and I touch it, and uh, it gets taken care of. However, there are some times where the uh, scanner is far away from me. Uh, there's one particular store where I have to actually have to lean over uh, to it, and then uh, if I remove it from there, then it doesn't read the uh, the scanner. So I have to lean over. So use my uh, uh, touch ID for it to uh, to accept it, to save it. So I'm wondering if, uh, if for those people that have the newer phones and use Face ID, if they have had similar issues and how they solve it. Uh... All right. Issues with Apple Pay. 22SE, anybody using Apple Pay? Let's 
it's like you're using it pretty well though already right vincent so uh, yeah but i have some... no problems but i'm using i i'm i'm using it as a home button so i use such id i don't have yeah. face id in my phone right so uh that's uh i don't know I, the, this is one herbie. Of the, Go ahead, yeah, go Herbie. No, face is using it with face ID isn't any different. You just use the side button instead of the home button and you hold your face in front of the thing while you're triple clicking the side button and it works beautifully. This is Shree. Oh Shree. I was gonna say you probably have an advantage when you have touch ID because you, you can reach it a lot further than you know with the face ID, because face ID you, know, you you have to kind of look at the screen, whereas you know you could move your hand far towards that scanner. I'm not a big fan this of... This is Herbie. Hang on, let him finish. Go ahead, Shree. I was just going to say, I'm not a big fan if it involves me ever handing my device to the register for them to run it. So, uh, in situations like that, I just give my card. All right, Herbie. Um, so, I never had any issues with Face ID with the physical scanners. Um, you just, um, you know, you bring up the Apple Pay screen and then you show your face and then you just wave the phone in front of your the scanner like you would if you were done doing touch ID. So I, I've never had any issues with that myself. Okay. All right, you. Vincent. Hopefully that helps. Mark, in Montreal. Go ahead. Um, I, I've never had any problems because I use the face ID all the time on my 14 Pro. And, uh, it, it, you know, like Kirby says, you just use your face ID, authenticate your Apple Pay, and then just hold the camera over your your uh, the terminal, and it works like a charm. And then it just takes it. Bada boom, bada bing, you're done. Okay. All right. So, Vincent, are we addressing your question or not? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, it's just that you know, in line with the uh, uh, as somebody's uh, uh, question before about. Uh, whether you know the new phones, you know, grant the new investment in a new phone uh, is advisable. You know, if, if, are there many advantages that uh, uh, would actually, you know, you know, would make you know me buy a, a newer phone and spend, you know, twice the amount of money? I, I don't have any specific needs for a very uh, an excellent camera or or you know certain items that are offered by the new phones, but. From what I heard in the uh, presentation, the Apple presentation, it was more not not very many you know technical advancements, not very many new features that that were offered that would benefit somebody that has uh, that uses it uh, you know for limited purposes, uh, you know uh, reading, texting, uh, voicemail, email, and, and and things like that. So. Uh, you know, rather than doing that, that's why I got uh, I, I got the twenty uh, SC twenty twenty two phone rather than going with a fourteen or a fifteen. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, like we've often said, it's uh, you know uh, whether you want to update. It's like if you had one in the last two years, you may not want to, or you know, some people do it every year, so it just depends on. Uh, you know what you want to do with your phone and if you want all the bells and whistles or not so but but very good question that's a that is a big question because there's all this new stuff out there you're wondering should i get it or do i need it or want it so all right thanks vincent all right who else 
didn't get a chance tonight, you can ask your question now. Who would like to go? Anybody? Is it Jody? Go ahead. I heard that um, with iOS 17, if you have AirPods, that they uh, they will sense that if you start a conversation with someone while you're listening to music, that the con that the music will uh, decrease in volume, and then you'll be able to hear the conversation better. And then when the conversation's over, the vo the music volume will go back up again. Wow, that's pretty cool. Good, thank you. Well, I was going to say, uh, we talked a lot about today, we we're talking about seeing AI, and I have different uh, meds in my drawer, and, you know, usually go and ask somebody, you know, what is this one? You know, because they're all very similar, you know, the capsules or whatever, and I was able to do it with seeing AI. It was pretty cool just to do the short text, rotate the bottle, and I could read the name of the, the medication. So this is really very gratifying to be able to do it yourself. So. All right. So even with a round this is bottle. Go ahead, Shree. Sonny, have you tried to put all your medication in the med app, in the health app? I've, Under medication? Yeah, I've thought about it. Haven't done it yet. Because... Um, it does read the medication capsule. Like it reads the bottle of mine. Oh, when you're doing, when you're entering it in the health app? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It even told me what milligram it is. It just it took all that information and put it in the in the health app. So wait, when you open the health, I mean, because I know we've talked about, uh, I think Marion did a demo of the health, of that feature, putting it into your meds and all that, but so you can, you're saying you could just take a picture of the label and then it puts it all in? Mm-hmm. Because there were like, there, you know, when she did her demo, there were several questions like, what is the dosage? What shape is it? And all kinds of stuff. So Like mine, like read, like what the medication was, what the milligram is. Uh, I think I might have put in like when I'm taking it, like a time reminder, because, it, you know, you can't put a, a specific time you want yeah, to take the yeah. medication. Uh -huh. So I did all that, and then I just let it just remind me every day. Did you take a picture? You so you took a picture? No, it does it all itself. Oh, it just does it. Okay, all right. Yeah, because I, it scans, it scans the bottle and wow, took the information I, in the bottle. Because that's uh, you know my parents are older now, and that's you know trying to kind of help them coordinate their meds, and I'm like they have so many, and it'd be cool mm -hmm. to be able to. Just give her that would be great. Okay. Thank you, Shri. Jody. Go ahead. Do you know about the script talk feature? And if you get your prescription from a variety of different uh, pharmacies, like CVS and Rite Aid and and uh, Walgreens, they put a little disc on the bottom of your uh prescription bottle or on uh -huh. the top. And then you get the you either get the script talk uh box, which you get for free. And then you place your prescription on it and it tells you what it is. Or with CVS, there's a feature in the CVS app where uh -huh. you can scan the little disc thingy 
and it tells you your prescription and all the information about it, including all of the precautions and and that sort of thing. And this yeah. is Pete. And Script Talk has its own app. Pete too. and then Gary. Go Pete. Script Talk has a Script Talk app as well other than the CVS app. So you can either get the box that they provide. It's a little, put it on the stand and it'll scan it. Uh, and this is an RFID, um, low frequency, uh, low power uh, radio frequency generator. It, it, you scan it with the, um, kind of up on the, the volume or the ear slot on the screen. There's a camera in there and it'll pick up the, uh, information from the RFID chip. There's a bunch of participating pharmacies, so it's very. I use it, so it's uh, very convenient. Okay, for those staples you're telling us about. Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, go, Gary. I was just going to say what Pete said, so I don't have to say that. So I uh, use it too. So yeah, uh, it's, it's right. a great app. I have both the device and I have the app. Yep. Okay. So I use both I, things. I have so much garbage on my nightstand. How big? How big is this device? The script uh, scan. Who? Four Gary? inches square, maybe. How? Oh, four inches square. Yeah. I'm just like I'm running out of plugs in my room. I'm just like tired of wires. Well, <laughs> you, know? you could just you could just use the app. You yeah, I think I would about. use the app. Yes. Okay. I have both, yeah, but very convenient. Very easy. All right. Okay, this is guys. Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel. Uh, did I interrupt anybody? I'm not sure. No, no, okay. no. You're good. Go okay. ahead. Okay. I was so what does the what do the labels feel like? You said they're a small disc. Is that the like the CBS? They're just a I piece of to... uh I'm ahead, sorry, Pete. they're a piece of piece of plastic. Uh, very thin. I don't know what the material is, but it's not thick or intrusive. And they uh my pharmacist just attaches it to the bottom of the prescription bottle. Yeah. And then okay, put the bottle you can definitely tell the it's there, right? Oh, you can feel it. Yeah. Cause okay. sometimes I've, I've gotten it where they haven't had them and you can obviously, you can tell. Okay. Hold on. I was this trying to what... figure out if mine, cause I opted into it, but it didn't seem like I had any on my bottles. The bot. Yeah. So anyway, I need to contact Talk to them. Your all right, yeah. very good. So just talk to your pharmacy and let them know, and I'm going to try it too. Okay, all right. We are at the end of our call. Thank you so much, Greg, for helping facilitate tonight. You are job, very welcome. And Thank I have you. to still go and beat you at Wordle. Haven't done that yet, but okay. All right, so let's go over our busy week this week. Tomorrow, Mac Buzz on Clubhouse. Wednesday, Android Insight on Zoom. Thursday, and uh, iBug Trekkie Talk on zoom friday the big movie i am so i can't tell you how excited i am about the barbie movie and that will be on friday at 8 social time seven fifteen. discussion to follow saturday we're going to be talking about ILS 17 lots of new features you got a little taste of it tonight and we will be having a little panel discussion of that on the apple workshop from two to four on saturday Check out our website, iBugToday.org, for more information about all of our other programs. And with that, Ed, if you missed our 600th call, that has been posted along with some of the, the iBug Cafe and other things that have been going on. 
So definitely avail yourself of the recordings that are available on our website, on YouTube, and podcasting apps. With that, we'll say goodnight. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to wear pink. Wear pink on Friday. (laughs) Thank you. Be safe. Stay well, everybody. Yeah. I might have to wear pink virtually because I don't think I have any either. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night. We're leaving in five, four, three, two, one. Bye. Bye.